The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, June 23rd edition. Hope everybody good Tuesday. Hope everybody played Freddie Peralta as he was outstanding yet again. Hope everybody played the $2,000 Wander Franco. He had a monster game. The A's went bananas. Lots of good, a little bit of bad, but we should have a pretty good night overall. If you look at the green screens, if you want to see some green screens, come join the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. Lots of fun up in there doing some uh, good, good stuff. Everybody helping each other out to win some DFS money. I'm on Twitter at BDentric. If you have any questions or want to get in there, just let me know. Also, if you like season-long fantasy baseball, the Benched with Bubba podcast dropped another one on Tuesday night, episode 380. Bubba and the Flip 88 recap on the week in fab. Uh, check out the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast for your PGA DFS interest as we preview the Travelers Championship this week, myself and DFS Golf Gods. Also, my written content at rotoballer.com for your DFS. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the premium article. Join the Rotoballer premium with promo code Bubba for a discount off. The rest of the MLB season gets you season-long and DFS all wrapped into one. So come check out all the good stuff there. But let's get at it. We have a six-game early slate and a seven-game main slate. We'll focus on the main slate, but I'll run through through the early slate for you real quick. Pitchers of interest. you got Kevin Gossman at the Angels, 10-7. High, high price tag. Outstanding play, though. So I like him quite a bit. Woodruff at Arizona. I probably like Woodruff a little more than Gossman. Gossman might have the strikeout upside, but Woodruff has been outstanding. He strikes out a fair share of his own, so don't worry about that. And he goes up against the Arizona team. We just saw Peralta dominate and most pitchers dominate. So Woodruff at 10-3. I'll take him over Gossman. Both really strong choices. Shohei Otani at 86. Just keep playing him. I do like the Giants offense, though, so be careful there. But Shohei at 86, still a very affordable price tag. I don't mind. Like a Woodruff-Shohei combo is pretty, pretty solid. If you want to be a little contrarian, though, Eric Fede versus Philadelphia 83 tournaments only. And also Caleb Smith at 72 is a nice tournament play versus Milwaukee. Milwaukee's bats are pit playing better. Smith's been pretty good since re-entering the rotation. So in GPPs, you can go ahead and use Caleb Smith. And the punt I like, uh, go against the struggling uh, Seattle Mariners, but Herman Marquez, 6500 bucks on the road. He's just been outstanding overall this season. He's pitched really well at, at home also, but on the road, actually been better at home than on the road this season. But going up against Seattle, get some discounted Herman Marquez in your life at 65. So I like Woodruff over Gossman. I like Otani. Fede could be a, a pivot. Caleb Smith can be a pivot. And then Herman Marquez at 65 is a nice value for you in that one. 
few angles as well. The White Sox against uh, DeJong of Pittsburgh. like that stack quite a bit in that matchup. Um, if you want to use some Nationals or Vinny V, you definitely can, but I prefer the White Sox so far. You go St. Louis at Detroit. Our buddy Johnny Gant is making the start, so get your cheap Detroit bats once again, the Grossmans, the Scopes, the Badoos, so on and so forth. Get your Tigers against the one and only John Gant. Uh, Milwaukee, Arizona, I kind of like the pitchers in this one. If you want to go with some Milwaukee bats for Caleb Smith with Adamas and um, Wong and Urias and Avalisle Garcia, you definitely can. But I prefer some uh, some pitching in this one. Giants, Angels, I'm just going to watch the, the pitching duel and just hope it's great as it's built up to be. And then Colorado, Seattle, I like some Colorado bats versus Justice Sheffield. If you want to go Seattle versus Car- Marquez, you can, but I prefer some Colorado. Basically, I like Woodruff over Gossman. Otani's always in play. Fetty and Smith are GPP plays, and then Marquez is your punt of the day. And then stacking it up, I like the White Sox, Washington, Detroit. That's my main stacking spots there on this six-game slate that starts at 12.35 Eastern, 9.35 a.m. Pacific time. All right, your seven-game main slate. Let's get cracking. We'll go position by position. As always, your totals so far on this seven-game slate, we have Astros-Orioles 10, Red Sox Rays eight and a half, A's Rangers nine, Giants Angels eight, Dodgers Padres seven. We're waiting on a couple more totals there because of some pitching issues, but that's where we stand. Now, when you break down the slate, we don't know who's pitching for New York yet. That's still up in the air. But you got Trevor Bauer at 10 5 against the San Diego Padres. Could be a very, very sneaky play. Well, not sneaky, but sticky play. Bauer bounced back nicely. Seven shutout with eight K's against Arizona's last time out. A lot of people do that against Arizona. Prior to that, though, he went six innings in like every start, but four earned, three earned, three earned, one homer, zero homers, three homers, two homers. Like he's giving up the long ball, usually solo shots. Strikeouts are there, but you know, no more than 19 points in any of those starts after being a 30 point machine over and over again prior to that. So he's GPP only. It's risky going up against the San Diego Padres. Definitely have to be slightly concerned about that. It's a Padres team that's not lights out like it once was, but over the last month, um, they are hitting 228 with a 175 ISO and a 99 WRC plus, so like an average offense. So if you want to go Trevor Bauer, you Jeff definitely can. I'm probably not going there on this slate. At least if I'm making one to three lineups, probably not going there. If I'm making 20 max, you can probably have like you know five or six Trevor Bowers. Sure, don't hate it. Trevor Rogers though at 98. This Toronto Miami game looks to be a very very juicy matchup between Rogers and Ray. Rogers has been absolutely outstanding of late. Uh, six or more innings and four straight starts, 200 or less each start. He has six or more Ks in three of those four starts, uh, 20 or more points in back-to-back starts. It is the Toronto Blue Jays, always a concern, but Alcantara got it done for us on um, Tuesday. They're striking out almost 25% of the time over the last month versus lefties, but they are hitting 273 with a 139 ISO and a 115 WRC+. plus. So there's always a lot of thump when it comes to Toronto, but also some swing and miss. Rogers has been very good. Don't mind him at all at $9,800. or $9,800. Joe Musgrove in tournaments at 95, I can see. He's 79 on FanDuel, and that is very intriguing if you want to be contrarian in a tournament with Joe Musgrove. Um, it's a Dodgers offense that isn't lighting the world on fire, hitting 233 with a 167 on ISO and a 106 WRC+. Betts left the game on uh, Tuesday night. Muncie and Bellinger are supposed to be back on Wednesday. We'll have to see what the lineup looks like, but Musgrove could be a, a nice low-owned tournament play at 95. So we'll have to keep an eye on the lineups there. Like, you know, we always talk about the lineups. We always talk about the Slack chat. We saw the Mets lineup. Dyer mentioned it in there. Charlie Morton became a play all of a sudden. He freaking dealt. So you got that going for you. 
Robbie Ray at 92 is the one that stands out to me. Like, I love what the Marlins are doing. I've been playing the Marlins' values of late. Ray's been good. He got beat up at Baltimore. He got beat up. He gave two runs in four and a third. Just the pitch count got out of hand. Um, prior to that, though, three straight starts to six innings or more. Three earned, one earned, one earned. 10, 13, 9. Those are the K totals. That's the big thing with Robbie Ray. The strikeouts have been through the roof. You got a Marlins team that's striking out nearly 29% of the time versus left handed pitchers in the last month, hitting 223 with a .096 ISO and a 78 WRC. The Marlins have been struggling. They, like you have Duval, you have Aguilar, you have Chisholm, you have some options, sure. But as a whole, they've been struggling a ton. You get Robbie Ray walking into town off of a bad start at 9,200 bucks. Like him a lot tonight. He's probably my top play over $9,000. Him and Trevor uh, Taylor Rogers, I like quite a bit uh, in that range. You can make arguments for Musgrove and Bauer. Don't argue that. But Ray at $9,200, my top play over nine k. Now when you drop down, though, Danny Duffy's coming off the IL. Something to keep in mind. Um, I don't like using guys off the IL. It is the Yankees. So I'm going to pass, but I'm rooting for Danny Duffy. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what he does there. But James Caprillion at 8400 bucks at the Texas Rangers, sign me up. Back-to-back gems against the Yankees and the Royals. Uh, pitched well in Colorado. Got beat up against Seattle of all teams in Seattle, but then pitched great uh, home against Seattle, pitched great against the Angels. He's got 20 or more points in four of six starts this year. He's got a sub-three ERA so far this season. He's 8400 bucks going up against the Texas Rangers, a Texas Rangers team checking out 24% of the time with a 220 average and an 81 WRC plus first right-handed pitcher in the last month. So give me some James Caprillion, one of my favorite plays, period, pitching-wise on this slate. Like Robbie Ray, Caprillion, love that combo a ton on this slate. Another guy like uh, Caprillion I love, Jose Urquidy, $8,100. Comebacks from the IL. He's made three starts. First start, you know, get your feet wet, four and a third. It was six runs. Just figuring things out. Since then, though, at Minnesota, seven innings, four hits, three earned, eight Ks. White Sox, seven innings, four hits, two earned, five Ks. Over 20 points in each start. It's the Urquidy we knew before he got hurt. Looks like he's finding that stroke. Now he gets the Baltimore Orioles, a team striking out 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 219 average and an 89 WRC plus over the last month. Love Jose Urquidy. Like in reality, if you don't want to pay up for Robbie Ray or something, a Caprillion Urquidy one-two punch, big fan of that tonight. Big, big fan. So that's where I kind of stand there. After that, the value pitchers suck. I want nothing to do with the punts. So I'm paying up for... Like the the Rogers Ray matchup, I like a lot. You can make arguments for Musgrove and Degrom. I prefer Ray Rogers De, uh, not Degrom Bauer. Ray Rogers Bauer Musgrove is how I rank those four. That's where I go. So Ray's my guy, and then you got Caprillion and Urquidy. If you don't even want to pay up Caprillion and Urquidy, I'm fine with going one two. Caprillion's my favorite pitcher. I'm gonna have a lot of him tonight. If Texas goes off, so be it. That's where we stand on this slate. Let's check out the bats on this slate, though, and there's going to be a lot of offense because the pitching is not good, and all the cheap options are garbage, which means stack, 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 home runs, home runs, home runs. Uh, Gary Sanchez is intriguing, but give me some salary prez at 51 if I'm paying up that much. But in reality, we're all about Oakland again tonight, and Sean Murphy's only $4,000. So that is a phenomenal price tag, so you don't really need to pay up at the position in that one. Sean Murphy, 4000 Really good spot there. And if you want to save some more cash, you got Higashioka. He went deep on Tuesday's 3K versus Duffy. If he cracks the lineup, he was catching because Cole's on the mound. He might not be catching for you on Wednesday. You got Maldonado at 26, always a cheapie for the uh, Astros as he goes up against Eshelman. That's a good price point. Um, you know, maybe maybe Reese McGuire gets a start for Toronto. He's 2K versus Rogers if you want to punt that. But uh, Murphy at 4,000, like that a lot. First base position, you can always go Vadito if you want. 
I'll, we don't know who's pitching for the Mets yet, but Atlanta should be very live. So I'm guessing it's a bullpen game or they're going to call some youngster up. So keep Atlanta on your radar. Freddie Freeman could be good at 59. But in reality, it's the A's. Matt Olson, 5,500 bucks, continues to crush baseballs. Really good spot there. Uh, Yuli Gurriel versus Eshelman at 48, I like. But Rake Cronenworth, homered in back-to-back games. He took Urias and Kershaw deep. Two lefties, by the way. Gets Bauer tonight, who's been getting up the long ball. He's uh, an interesting play for you at 46 hundo. Uh, some cheaper options, though. Luke Voigt is back. He's only 4K versus Duffy. He went deep on Tuesday. I like that quite a bit of some value. If you are fading Robbie Ray, Jesus Aguilar at 39 is very, very strong. And if you're not using Matty Olson for some reason, Mitch Moreland at 37 is in play. But uh, I prefer Luke Voigt in this little 4K range here. So he's in play. Bobby Dahlbeck's only 3,100 versus Rich Hill. Dahlbeck's hit over 300 in the last two weeks. Rich Hill's been very, very hot and cold. So Dahlbeck at 31 does bring a nice value to the option there as well. And other than that, um, you could go Ryan O'Hearn. I, I kind of joked about it saying he's back. He's always a good GPP power play. He took Cole deep. That's what Cole does. Ryan O'Hearn is 2K versus King and company. If you want to totally punt the position, pray it's one for four with three strikeouts and a homer. That's what Ryan O'Hearn does. So 2K, punt, he's in play. Second base, you got Altuve in a great spot versus Ashman. Houston is a smash spot yet again. So I uh, go with Altuve in that one. But Chris Taylor at 55, he had another decent night for you. Double, another double-digit fantasy night. Uh, he's a good spot there versus Musgrove. Uh, Whit Merrifield at 52 is a great spot versus King. The, the Royals could be kind of that contrarian low own stack. The only bummer, like I talk about, is King will go like four to five innings, and then it's a bullpen game, which is tough to stack against, especially the Yankees who have a good bullpen. So Whit Merrifield at 52 is a good play. He's been a double-digit machine, like we talk about in cash. The ability to steal bases goes a long, long ways, and Whit Merrifield does that at 5,200. Uh, Atlanta's going to be very intriguing once the, once the uh, pitching situation gets figured out. Ozzy Albies at 48. You can jump on that. Brandon Lau of Tampa Bay against Garrett Richards at 45. We love Lau versus, left, uh, versus right-handed pitching, so he gets Richards tonight at 45. You can go that direction. Tony Kemp still 3300 bucks, hitting early in that A's lineup, so he definitely checks the box first at 33. You got Jeff McNeil. He's been back two games so far off the IL. He's been 0 for in both games. So uh, I'm going to slow the roll on McNeil until I see him get uh, comfortable back at the plate. Uh, a few others for you to take a look at. Andy Abanias, if you're going super cheap, he's 2300 bucks. So I'm not looking to, to fade Caprillion. Nicky Lopez is 2200 bucks though. He's hitting 433 over his last 10 games. 3, 16, 8, 10, and 10 over his last four games, DK points-wise. So Nicky Lopez is 2200 bucks if you want to get just freaky with it at the second base position. Third base, you got Rafael Devers at 51. You can always go that direction if you so choose, especially against Rich Hill. Lefty, lefty, I don't care. But Machado at 47 is very nice. But Matty Chapman's 46, went deep on Tuesday. Um, he's gone double digits in three straight games, hitting 359 over his last 10 games with nine extra base hits, including four home runs, averaging nearly 14 points per game over his last 10. So Chapman at 46, I like. Joey Wendell versus righties, 4,300 bucks. Uh, he's in play for you yet again. Austin Riley's only 38 if you are stacking Atlanta. Good price tag there with Austin Riley. And then other than that, not really anything at third base. You're pretty much paying up at the position right now. But shortstop. It's loaded. It's loaded. You got Tatis at 61 against, against uh, Bauer. Bichette, 6K. They're facing good pitchers. So we'll respect it. We'll respect it. I uh, go Carlos Correa had the night off on Tuesday. He's only 5K. Only 5K versus Eshelman. They got Francie Lindor at 46. These are all great plays. Don't get me wrong, great plays. I love to play these guys. Glaber Tor is only thirty four hundred bucks for Duffy Swanson has a great value, actually. Seriously, great value at thirty three hundred bucks and a three on homer for you on Tuesday. Really, really good plays. Problem. We got a problem though.
big problem. His name's Wander Franco, and he's still $2,000. And he went bananas. Two for four, two runs scored, double, homer, three ribbies, a walk, 27 DK points in his debut. Do I think he gets 27 points for you on Wednesday? No. Do I think he's worth $2,000? Oh, hell yes. Like, we said it yesterday. We'll say it again until DK algorithm gets their head out of their rear end. Ronder Franco at 2K, you just plug and play. I really don't care who he's facing on the mound. It's ridiculous that he's priced that way. So enjoy. Just enjoy it. Have fun. Outfield position. You got Acuna at 62 in a really good spot versus whatever Mets out there. I got Acuna a lot on this slate for paying up. They're very, very well worth the cost of admission. But you got Austin Meadows at 53 for stacking Tampa Bay. You could definitely afford it with a $2,000 Wander Franco. So have that in mind. Rose Reigns 51, which mentioned with Merrifield, but uh, Jordan Alvarez up to 5K now. Remember when we were talking about a low 4K Alvarez not too long ago? He's got the bump, folks. So 5K for Alvarez. Uh, JD Martinez, 4900 bucks, put up a nice game uh, on Tuesday. He's slowly getting it going. He's hitting safely, just not hitting with a ton of power, which makes it tough. Good for stacks, not for one offs. But Mark Conn at 47, absolutely love that yet again. Starling Marte is a good play. Uh, you can jump on that, but Conn at 47. Smash it. Same with Loriana. Loriana went deep. He's 43. Like that, you got Kana, Kemp, Olsen, Loriana, Chapman, Murphy. Those six bats, you can mix and match and have some massive stacks. Massive stacks on this slate. Um, Michael Brantley still only 4100 bucks. Great play recession, especially in cash. Dom Smith at 39 if you want to attack that. Atlanta New Mets game with Kyle Wright whenever the Mets throw out there. Going to be some sneakiness. Not sure I want a full stack until I see all the details, but could be very, very nice. Um, a few other guys here, Jorge Soler, if you're stacking Kansas City, he's 36 and brings you a little bit of value. Uh, Miguel Andahar is only 35 versus Duffy. Hunter Renfro went deep again on Tuesday. He's hitting it really well. Of late. He's 3,500 bucks. He's averaging almost 10 points over his last 10 games. I like him a lot at 3,500 bucks, especially against a lefty like Hill. Abraham Almonte hitting cleanup for the Braves, only 3,400 is an angle we can go at. Mentioned Tony Kemp earlier at 33. Uh, Kiki Hernandez at 32. Manny Marco at 31. So you got some values down here for sure. When you get below 3K now, Billy McKinney's only 2,700 for the Mets versus Wright. Someone to keep an eye on. Miles Straw went deep for you on Tuesday. He's 26. Talk about him all the time. Uh, DJ Stewart's down here at 26. Probably not running to play that, but he's in play as well. I like Jesus Sanchez, but versus, versus Wright, he's not lefties. I'll, I'll pass on that one tonight. So lots of fun stuff we'll have to check out when lineups come out. A lot of question marks on this slate. Recapping your pitching on this slate, um, you know, you got the Bauer, you have Rodgers, you have Ray, you have Musgrove above ten, above 9K. I rate it Ray, Rodgers, Bauer, Musgrove for me. like Robbie Ray quite a bit. Uh, if you're going below that, though, Caprillion at 84 and Arcadia one I love. Uh, Caprillion is my favorite play pitching-wise. I compare him with Ray, Arcadia, be ready to rock and roll. I'm not using anybody below Arcadia at this point in time. So we're paying up a pitching. There's tons of value, including one water Franco. So you have that going for you. Stack up Houston, big fan of the Houston stack um, against Baltimore, against Eshelman. Go that route again. If you want to go the cheap route, you can get, um, get Altuve in there. You got the, uh, you can go with the Jordan Brantley, that area of the, of the stack and be a little more affordable I like that quite a bit. Kansas city could be your contrarian stack. If you want to go there, we talked about that a bit. Nikki Lopez is cheap. Yeah. Whitmer field and company could be a nice cheapie for you. That Atlanta-New York Mets game, I like quite a bit. Uh, Kyle Wright's just not really that good. The Mets offense is starting to heat up. I like Atlanta a lot, though. I want to see who the Mets are pitching before I stack that up. But I like Atlanta quite a bit. Um, Boston and Tampa Bay are both very intriguing because I don't like Garrett Richards much at all. 
I think Tampa Bay can stay hot with Wander Franco and company. But plus, Rich Hill, I, Boston is swinging it really well. So that could be a nice game stack situation. But the stack of the night, folks, is the Oakland Athletics. Very plain and simple. I will say San Diego, I'm intrigued to stack against Bauer if you're making a lot of lineups. Like I said uh, to someone else, if you're making 20 lineups, like five or six Bauer lineups, four or five San Diego lineups can be very fun. But uh, Oakland, my top stack, Houston right behind that with Atlanta and Boston probably close by. But uh, lots to like on this leg. Like I said, pitching's garbage. So you have lots to go with. But Oakland, we're going back to them like we do almost every night. And they're going to smash yet again. So have fun with that. If you have any further questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. Help you out there. Also, for you season-long fantasy baseball players, check out the Bench Clip Bubba podcast. A new one dropped on Tuesday. If you can give rating and reviews for MLB DFS quickets on iTunes or even Bench with Bubba, I would truly appreciate it. But uh, good luck on your Wednesday. Six-game early slate, seven-game main slate. I'll be back with you guys for, for uh, Thursday. But for now... MLB DFS Quick, it's your Wednesday, June 23rd edition of the books. I'm out.